Hey, 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 this is Izzo Kleon, Andre McLeod. <clears throat> I want to do a little um, short session on agreement, the power of agreement. Um, agreement is the, um, the key factor in any business or getting any job done or any assignment done with any party or person or personnel or any individual. If there's no agreement between you and your business partner, uh, your spouse, your friend, your family, your your coworkers, your boss, your CEO, uh, whoever it is that you're partnering with, if the agreement between you and them is not sealed together, whereas you both agree on the same thing, there can be a conflict of interest conflict of interest causes business not to be successful, productive, or even life-changing. Spouses who do, who do not agree on the same thing are not on the same page. They're not seeing the same thing. They're not going the same direction. They're going two separate direction. Businesses who have business partners, if they have business partners who do not see the vision of the business, or don't support the vision of the business, then they're not uh, in agreement there, and that is a conflict of interest. So there's a lack of support for the vision of the business. In ministry, the same thing. When we have the uh, vision of the ministry, if the minister, the lead minister, who has the vision of the ministry, and um, and the staffs of the ministry are not in agreement with what God has said, or the vision that God has said. That means there's a conflict of interest, a disagreement. The main purpose of this short session is that disagreements, which is a lack of agreement, is your hindrance for the full grace and the blessing. So, it is imperative and important to be in agreement with your spouse, with your business partner, with your ministry partners, with your friends who you are with, or they may have conflict of interest. And conflict of interest can start from different dimensions of, of opposition. Dimensions of opposition is the levels of op- opposition, whereas the individual could be opposive or could be not for you. So the power of agreement. The next thing is agreeing with God. Whatsoever God has created you, gifted you, talented you, and chosen you to do, that is what you agree with God for. Do not allow yourself to be in disagreement with God and cause your life to be in shambles. Anyone who agrees with God in accordance to what He has created them for, their spouse for, their friend for, their organization for, right? Or whoever or whatsoever you are agreed for. When you come into agreement with God, you're not in disobedience. You are in obedience. And when you are in obedience, you are in the will of the Father and you are abiding. To abide and to be in His will is to be in protection. 
to be secure in God that nothing may come to your path to hinder your steps for going greater and to greater levels. So agreement is, is very important. Let us not forget to be in agreement with what God has said and what God has said for you. Yes, yes, guys. Let us not forget to agree with God with what he said for you. For that is where the blessing is. If you are coming into disagreement with God, you hinder your blessing. Don't disagree with God. Agree. Right? And that is the short session of agreement. Alright guys, you have a wonderful day. I will talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye now. Greetings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome back to my podcast. This is ICAM. Today we're going to talk about the power of agreement. We're going to continue from part one. teaching about the power of agreement. And we're going to do a recap on the power of agreement. This uh, teaching is very important to help one to understand how to um, how to prosper and how to be in the will of God. Let us recap about agreement. Agreement is consent between two parties, all three or four or five or how many the case would be in anything that they're agreeing to. And because they have consented in, in this agreement, there is no conflict of interest between the parties. Whereas there is a disagreement to cause the plan or whatsoever it is that they have agreed upon not to flourish or come to pass. Not only does this not hinder the plan from not uh, flourishing, from flourishing, I say, to flourish, but the blessing that God wants to put in the agreement is not also hindered from coming into that agreement. Therefore, the power of agreement, to recap, the power of agreement is important to to have consent to it, to agree, not to have opposition, not to have a difference in agreement. Opposition and difference in the agreement will cause hindrance in the full flourishment of the plan or whatsoever it is that you have agreed upon. When you agree together in any relationship you are causing your relationship to flourish if a relationship does not agree to have relationship with each other then there is no relationship with each other because there is no agreement there if there is no agreement to the leader to lead you then you have disagreed with the leader to lead you. 
and there's conflict of interest there because the leader is still the leader but you have not agreed to the leader's leadership neither have you submitted to the leader's leadership therefore there's a conflict of interest there it's called differences this is what causes division division is not of god it is of self the spirit of god does not give to you division the spirit of god is unity and it brings peace where there is division not always is there peace it's imp- <coughs> excuse me it's important to agree so that prosperity may flow it's important to agree so that the business plan may flow it's important to agree so that the um, the will of god may be manifested in the life of the individual individuals who have agreed when you go into a business or go into business your business will not flourish without agreement there must be agreement when you have business you cannot be in disagreement and you have business or your business won't flourish now to have disagreement with your business partners or your customers or or god himself you cannot be in disagreement with those vital people as well as your god and expect your business to flourish the way it's supposed to flourish it wouldn't work like that let's come over to the next slide now the call of god whatsoever god has created you to do in life never disagree in what god has created you to do whatsoever gift or talent or ability that god has given you never disagree with what god has given you you become a star in your gift and your talent because it's what makes you different stand out it's important to agree with what god has created you to be and what he has called you to do don't disagree with god and become disobedient disagreeing with god is also a conflict of interest you disagree with god you disobey god you agree with god you obey god matter of fact when you obey god in agreement to what you've been created to do he blesses you he prospers you he prospers your relationships he blesses you financially he gives to you wisdom knowledge and understanding like no other some folks will ask you why you're so smart it is going to do it he give to you when you agree with god you are in his will many many folks keep hearing that what's this i mean keep hearing will the will of the father okay the will of the father is what he wants 
when you agree with God, you make God smile upon you because that's what he wants. Anyone who pleases God gets blessed after him. Anyone who agrees with God gets blessed after him. Don't come outside of the will of the Father where there's no protection, where there's no security, where there's no prosperity, guys. You may increase, but you're not going to prosper the way God desires you to prosper. You may gain, but you're not going to prosper or gain the way God wants you to gain. Anytime there's a conflict of interest, there are differences where division lies. Division is not of God. God is about unity and peace. Where strife is developed, there is division. That's because of lack of agreement. The power of agreement is very important in relationships, in marriages in businesses, in every single thing that has some form of foundation or organization. If two humans are working together and they were to come to a a place of disagreement in what they are working on, what they are working on will not be in flourishment or in completion in the same timing that they were completing their work. It will either take longer or it will not even work at all no more. You cannot be in a relationship and be in disagreement or the relationship won't work. The power of agreement is very important in your life when it comes to anything and everything. When it comes to priority. Okay? This is the Israel Cleon Andre McLeod signing out. Thank you for listening to this short teaching of the power of agreement part two. Stay tuned for part three. You guys have a wonderful night. Greetings. Welcome back to part three of the power of agreement. Today we're going to talk about um, um, part three. Um, the power of agreement in marriage center in Cleon's marriage center hyphen apostleship um, organization and this is the production of this uh, podcast uh, the audio teachings of this podcast is connected to this organization for this organization okay let us begin part three God says unto uh, God says to to his people through his word that uh, the man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh and they shall be flesh of flesh of flesh bone of bone skin of skin and even blood one heart 
one mind, one spirit, one body. They shall be the same, the same, not different, the same. In the power of agreement in marriage, there is to be the same, not different. As how the oneness between a husband and a wife, one spirit, one heart, one mind, one body. So it is in the power of agreement. When it comes to agreeing, there is not supposed to be any difference because of that oneness that's already take place between the husband and the wife. If there's disagreement, there is a conflict of interest. This is what hinders the flourishment and the prosperity of the marriage, of the relationship. When God blesses a person, and says he will prosper them, he prospers their relationship as well. He doesn't just you don't you don't just gain in materialistic things, in money, in houses, in cars, or in vanity. No, your relationship prospers as well. Anytime your relationships don't prosper, there's a conflict of interest. The reason why conflicts of interest exist is because of the power of agreement. There is no agreement there. You cannot be one heart, one mind, one sound, one spirit, and one body and have differences. Neither can you have conflict of interest when there's one. When the husband and wife is one, there is no difference. They are the same. Therefore, their flesh is not strange amongst themselves. To be strange means to be different. It's not the same. So the power of agreement means to be the same, on the same page, the same mind to agree on the same thing. When this happens, we, there is going to be a prosperity that takes place in everything. It is inside the will of the Father. It is inside protection. It is in obedience to God and His Word. It's in obedience to God's perfect will. It's an obedient to God's perfect order. This is how you know that there is no conflict of interest because of the power of agreement between the two, husband and the husband and a wife. No longer shall they be two, but they shall be one. And when you are one, you agree on the same thing. You don't disagree, you agree. Alright, thank you guys for listening to part 3 of uh, Power of Agreement. You guys have a wonderful night. We'll talk more about part 4 on the Power of Agreement. Have a good day.
bye Greetings, greetings, it's Ike, and welcome back to Cleon's Marriage Center, Hyphen Apostleship <coughs> Podcast. There is a, um, this is a continuation of the power of agreement. We're going to talk about uh, consent. Consent. <coughs> Excuse me. When decisions are being made, there is consent that is needed to move on with decisions that are going to be made in relationship and perfectly this is also marriage so in your marriage relationship um, the head is the husband and the wife is a submissive she is to submit to her husband in everything for her life Excuse me. Now the church is to submit to the Lord in everything as well for their life. And as the church is to submit to the Lord, so is the wife to submit to her husband. Now, when the church um, makes decisions in your life, they will seek the Lord's advice and wisdom in making decisions. This is what you call consent. You go to the Lord for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and guidance, and <clears throat> for direction that they may make the wise decision in whatever it is that they're making the decision for. So the Lord, so the church goes to the Lord to seek consent on behalf of the decision, so that the Lord may bless the decision bless the uh, <coughs> excuse me may bless the uh, the uh, agreement between whoever it is that they're making the agreement with whatever business plan whatever ministry plan whatever uh, family plan whatever it is that they're seeking the Lord for they pursue them that he may consent to the plan or even fasting never go on nor never fast without consenting with the Lord, sitting down and talking to the Lord, that he may consent to the fast, meaning blessing it, agreeing with it, showing uh, the revelation at the end of the road of what he wants you to fast for. As the church is to seek consent from the Lord, so is the wife. You always want to consent with your husband to get your husband's approval Get your husband agreement. Get your husband to um, to be on the same page with you. This is what makes the relationship between the church and the Lord flourish. And the husband and the wife flourish. Consent to, to, be, to have consent is to have the power of agreement operating in their life. Without conflict of interest. And this is because of trust. The church is not going to pursue the Lord if they don't trust in the Lord. You trust in the Lord with all your heart. And you lean not to your own understanding. And as the church is to do so, so shall shall the, (coughs) the wife unto her husband. And I'm pretty sure 
Not all wives trust their husband to that extent. They trust the Lord to that extent, but not their husband fully. This is just to end conflict of interest that your relationship may flourish and that it may prosper and that may be in the will of the Father and it may glorify the Father and His perfect word. So conflict of interest is, is a division, is a divisive thing onto your marriage. We come, we bring this to an end when power of agreement operates in your life that you may prosper and flourish in every area of your life. Thus says the Lord of hosts. Greetings, greetings. This is Ike. Welcome back. Welcome back to uh, my podcast. I would like to thank you for your love and your support and for your listening ears. Thank you for being there with me at all times um, through this podcast, this um, radio broadcast podcast that has been successful for the past few months. Um, thank you for um, your insight, your feedback, and growing in faith with the uh, with the recordings and the, um, the teachings and the prophecy and the prophetic word. Thank you for growing and becoming mature in the word of God that you may live successfully and prosperous in this earth. If you would like to support this cause, this uh, ministry, and this authorship, you can donate to paypal.me forward slash kingdom ministry int or you could donate to paypal.me forward slash the reign of cleon or you could go to cash.me forward slash the reign of cleon these are outlets that i provided for the purposes for the ministry for the authorship and for the new cause this new beginning and this new movement that has now come this is a strong prophetic move of God that will uh, affect many areas and the influence of this is very high so once again thank you for your support and your love and for your donations you have a wonderful day this is I can bless you bless you greetings greetings this is I can is on Andre McLeod welcome back to my radio broadcast podcasts and um, there is some current issues that have been going on that I'd like to uh, speak about that many have concern on these issues are with um, curses and destruction and terror and and all these kind of different um, disasters that have been happening but to uh to reveal why these things are happening, I will give you an understanding of why these things are taking place. God protects those who belongs to Him. God protects those who believes in Him. God protects those who gives to Him. God protects those who worships Him. God 
protects those who faithfully serves him. God protects those who are truthful, honest, kind, loving. God protects those who have established themselves in pure worship. Anything that God protects does not get caught in terror, disaster, destruction. Um, theft, lack, poverty, famine. These things does not take place because God is the one protecting them. Whatsoever God protects, he prospers in his protection and in his umbrella. He rebukes the devourer so that the individual or the people or the nation, the city or the town may not be devoured in anything. The protection that comes from God brings about increase in your life. You do not decrease in your life. If you're decreasing in your life, then something is stealing from you. God doesn't protect you and theft comes in. God protects you and theft comes to an end in your life. Tithing and offering up to God is essential. God breaks his breaks your curse. You cannot be protected by God and be cursed. God protects you and he breaks your curse. Tithing and offering is one of the key foundational understanding to breaking curses for heaven to open up on your behalf and for blessings to flow your way. When disasters, hurricanes, and all these different things happen, why is it that these things happen that brings terror to the land? Because those who live in the land does not serve, please, or give to their God. Therefore, they're left open up for an attack. COVID-19 is a war against humans. Remember that. It's a sickness and a disease, a plague, a pandemic. Tithing and offering to God is a necessity not only to break your curses, but also God to end every form of disaster, whether it be temple, city, town, or state. Disasters. Disasters are a reflection of not pleasing your God and giving unto Him. God cannot protect you and you partake of a disaster. It is it's a lie from the pit of hell. So, my advice to you, tie a, a percent, a, a portion of your money to God and watch his hand move on your behalf. Watch how he breaks your curse. Watch how heaven opens up on you. Watch how your spiritual blessings gets poured up, up on, on your life. And watch how every single form of devourment that has been going on in your life come to an end. This is ICAM signing out. You have a wonderful day. This is the topic on tithing and offering again. Bless you. Bless you for listening. Welcome back. Welcome back.
Welcome back to Isocleon Andre McLeod Podcast. We're touching on the topic of today, which is adultery. God says he will judge the adulterer and the fornicator. God is the judge of it. Our perfect God is the judge of it. How does it start? Where does it become? Where does it come from? How is it formed? Spirit, the number one cause of natural adultery is spiritual adultery. Once again, the number one cause of natural adultery is spiritual adultery. Um, the spirit that is within the temple. The question is what kind of spirit is in the temple when spiritual adultery takes place do they have the, the the spirit of god or do they not have the spirit of god the definition of adultery is when the heart of the husband or wife has affection for something else other than his or her husband and or uh, his wife when the heart is removed from the marital bed and wants to have affection for anything else it is classified as adultery that's where it begins it begins from the heart when this begins from the heart it affects the natural human body and the person has the right to choose to follow that affection or not but adultery starts from the heart now spiritual adultery is in like manner however it involves the spirit the lord of hosts which is the husband to the human temple as well is the provider of the spirit the provider of the spirit is also the husband to the human body understand i gave you two ways of saying it the spirit that he provides is also the husband if your heart was to be used up by any other spirit then the spirit he provides to you and you were to give your heart up to something else other than that spirit that he has given you which is the spirit of god it is classified as spiritual adultery because the heart is not connected to the spirit that is provided by the husband it is connected to somewhere else if you are a believer who has covenant with him pay attention to what i'm saying here now the first level of offense of adultery is affection from the heart the second level of offense is when the actual body engages in sexual intercourse with someone else other than the spouse in your flesh this is classified as adultery We talk on this topic to bring clarification. 
understanding and the end of confusion that some individuals has been going to with their heart. Some has forgotten that their heart belongeth who they are married to, not who you are not married to. So this explanation is to end that confusion and to give them the insight of who to belong to by heart, mind, body, and soul. First and foremost, your body belongs to the Lord of hosts. Secondly, to whom you are married to. All right. My friends, this is ICAM Izzokleon, Andre McLeod signing out. You guys have a wonderful day. Uh, please send a feedback uh, according to this recording of what you have um, questions about. You have a wonderful day. Bye now. Time for announcements. Um, ICAM has entered into the entertainment mountain. And he will be working with individuals across the entertainment mountain. To bring to pass a great uh, new cause and a new purpose and this new beginning that we've been talking about and um, listening to the word of God from ICAM. There will be new ingenuity, new innovation, new creativity, new vision, yes, and even new dances. Anywho. The Entertainment Mountain, ICAM has uh, entered in and he will be working together with those who are in entertainment, to those who believe and who's ready to move on with this next chapter and this new beginning. Stay tuned and look out for this great new, um, exciting new beginning. You guys have a wonderful day. Welcome back. Time for announcements. ICAM has entered into the entertainment mountain and he will be working together with many individuals in the mountain of entertainment to maintain the entertainment, the fire of the entertainment and to bring to pass the new will and the new beginning of our God inside of entertainment. So there will be new ingenuity, new creativity, new vision, new innovation, new um new lyrics new dances um there will be a, a brand new um brand new um insight given unto them who didn't have the insight and fresh vision shall be granted unto them in this brand new beginning so look out for this brand new transition into a new beginning that has fire in it that will bring change revolution and restoration and a new cause in the earth you guys have a wonderful day this is the announcement for today bye now welcome back to be still to listen to be at peace to be in submission and in subjection to belong to be in the hands of God. To have stillness and peace within. What does it mean to be still? These that I've highlighted is just a portion of it. In stillness and in quietness shall be your strength. You draw strength from being still. 
you draw strength from being quiet. When you are quiet from within, you shall have peace. And in your quietness, and in your peace, there is your stillness. You cannot have stillness if there's no peace, if there's no quietness. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Submission and subjection is the key to having stillness and quietness towards your Lord. That you may inherit stillness and peace within. You submit to him, he will give you peace. You submit to him, he will give you rest. Those who are still are great listeners. Great listeners are great leaders. Those who learn how to listen are great leaders. You cannot be an effective leader and you don't know how to listen. To listen means to be still. How can we get back to that place of stillness? First, it starts with who you belong to. What does your temple belong to? Who does your heart belong to? Who does your mind belong to? Who does your human body belong to? Where does your spirit belong to? Who are you submitted to? You cannot have it externally if you don't have it internally. Therefore, what and who do you belong to internally? God is the provider of your peace and your stillness. Therefore, it is him you must belong to first to receive the stillness and peace that you need in order to listen again. Ask yourself the question, when was the last time you heard the voice of God clear as day, even audibly? If you cannot answer that question, then you have no stillness. My friends, to heart, in order to hear God clear as day in such manner, you must belong to Him internally, that you may hear the voice of God internally in your stillness, in the presence of Him. For God does not speak outside of power. He speaks in power. Okay, you guys have a wonderful day. This has been an episode on stillness. And I hope you enjoy the short teaching on stillness. I keep it short so that you may not be um, giving too much information to eat. And you get tired or bored out of it. Okay, you guys have a wonderful day. <laughs> Bye now. Those who hear the voice of God is hearing clearly. Those who are in stillness and hear the, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit of their Father is hearing clearly. Those who are hearing the voice of God 
in those avenues that has been allowed to hear the voice of God is hearing clearly. Welcome back. This is ICAM. It's Okleon Andre McLeod. Stillness and quietness. In stillness and in quietness shall be your strength. In stillness and in quietness as you hear the voice of God it shall give you strength. Strength is drawn and developed from it according to your faith. As you hear God speak to you in your stillness and in quietness in the presence of Him strength is given to you. The question is have you heard His voice? Was it really Him who spoke to you? Remember that God does not, does not speak outside of power. He speaks in power. Anything that God speaks to you about and has given you instruction based upon, you will have the grace of God in it. You will be rewarded in it. The question is, was it God who spoke to you? Is there any grace in it? Is there any peace in it? Is there any rest in it? Take my yoke upon your neck, for my burden is might. And I will give you rest. God doesn't give you instructions and a burden and direction and take the rest and the peace away from you. He doesn't give you stress. Take my yoke upon your neck because my burden is light he doesn't make you unforgiving he makes you light off your feet with his burden so the question is have you heard his voice was it really him who told you what to do and I will leave that question with you you guys have a wonderful day. This is ICAM signing out. Bye now.